What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Cultivated Ignorance. I am Will, the host. I am Mike, the preferred host. Preferred for who? <laughs> the wink and the gun. That's my shit, man. Preferred for who, though? Everybody that I watch the show. I need to take a poll. Can we do a poll in here There's right no, now? There's no... Huh. No, stop. <laughs> Put the poll right in the middle of the show. <laughs> Uh, this week we got a dope episode for y'all. We are going to be talking about two banging ass HBO shows, uh, Euphoria, which I don't know if y'all seen it. Shit crazy, it's shit insane. wild. <laughs> it's insane. Um, it's about high schoolers and shit. And we're also going to be talking about uh, a special that came out on HBO uh, series. Drive Carmichael is doing uh, a comedian. He was uh, what? What did he have show he have on NBC? I always wasn't new. Follow him like that. Oh, okay. But uh, He's his, funny though. yeah, his special is called Sermon on the Mount. It's not a comedy special; it's like a documentary about his whole family. Is it inadvertently hilarious? But <laughs> <laughs> how niggas is trash, basically. <laughs> um, so yeah, man, we're gonna be talking about that and all the the little undertones and about, more about how black men don't cheat. I don't know if this episode is really gonna prove it. But <laughs> <laughs> this is the anti-black men don't cheat movement episode. This is how you do better. This is the how you do better, black man, <laughs> episode. Um, so, yeah, man, we got all that going on, but we're first going to let Michael get into his. What? Any bitty church announcements. <laughs> Hater, bro. You worse than Ben. Ben said we definitely streaming. We definitely stealing that screen thing. Bro, you know, <laughs> you know about to steal. You know how much money we bro, paid this. for this? Y'all know how much we invested to the show for y'all. This is all production values for y'all. Bro, why, why they always got to steal some that's shit? What, that's what black is new black. Just a bunch of coons just... <laughs> and then still going to call us ugly. Well, you ain't shit. The Carmichael Show. Duh. There you go. the name of the show. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. L, Roxanne, Grant, Ben Ugly Ass, Kanisha. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Um, church announcements for this week. Um, first of all, tomorrow night, July 26th at 6 p.m., Y'all know I got my new growth artist collective where we try to, you know, cultivate local artists into creative entrepreneurs. Mm, mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? To, I you see y'all here. Y'all doing things for the community, doing things for the people. Hey, for my people. You know what I mean? No, I'm just like, everybody's about it. Everybody's okay, about okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, we're doing new growth at Commerce Space again. Uh, if y'all don't know, Commerce Space is an awesome, awesome co-working space in Sand Hills. Um, it's going down tomorrow night, July 26th at 6 p.m. Um, this time we send it around creative writers. If you're a creative writer, if you're an author, a poet, playwright, or just want to get your you know articles popping, whatever you're trying to do that concerns writing, we we gonna we gonna help you out tomorrow night. Uh, starts at six o'clock p.m. Like I said, at Converse Space in Sand Hills, it is amazing. I got a panel of nothing but publishers and authors and book coaches that gonna help you get your life together as far as your creative writing career. Yes. So yeah, man, come through six p.m. tomorrow night. It's only $10 to get in the dough, but I promise you it's going to be worth it. And you get a free day pass to use Commerce Space, which is a co-working space for freelancers. Use that whole day. That's, that's free. That's a $25 value right there. You know what I mean? I mean, come on now. There's no Can't reason. Do no you better than that. No reason you shouldn't come. Um, July 27th, 5 p.m., a good friend of the show, Dogon Krigger. Yeah. Um, he has an awesome, awesome exhibition going on right now at TAPS. Um, he's going to be having like a live talk discussing the exhibition. Like I said, at 5 p.m. Um, this Saturday at TAPS Art Center downtown. Um, Dogon is an incredible, amazing Afrofuturism and, and golf artist. Like he, his 
pieces. I don't even know how you can physically like describe them. Like they just go everywhere. You just yeah. gotta see it to believe it. Um, the exhibition is absolutely free to get to. This talk is absolutely free to go into. And he's just gonna be describing his pieces. Uh, they're they're incredible. So that's Saturday, five p.m., July twenty seventh. Last but not least, later on that night at seven p.m., it is the Vent Interactive uh, Fashion Party at the Arcade Mall. Uh, this is curated by my amazing friend Billy Soundtrack. He's a local artist, uh, rapper. He just tore it up at Blue Note Poetry this past week. Uh, this dude's insane. And this is going to be dope, man. It's going to be a whole fashion show. It's going to be performance art. It's going to be art, art, like visual art, um, goods and services. Our good friend Sabrina Jeffcoat is going to be having her stuff out there. Sabrina's awesome. Uh, Nepotism is going to be performing. They're an incredible band. Peliclod is going to have her. Um, I'm an awesome friend, Paige, is going to have her homemade um, clothing and stuff on sale. It's just going to be dope. That's going to be absolutely free. And Avery, another good show. Some um, friend of the show is going to be there. What's that sound? Sorry. What, I what clicked on doing? something in the sound. What phone. are you doing? People, wanna, people hate on the church announcers, bro. And by people, I mean well. Um, that's Saturday, the 27th. 7 p.m. Come through. Don't be a loser. Come enjoy yourself. Thank you, everybody else who's joined the thing. Taryn's in here. Hey. Darrell. Hey. Michelle. HDMI cord right there. <laughs> Shut up, man. Bro, you, y'all you ain't even thought of this shit, so don't be knocking exactly. what we got going on. Just haters, bro. Damn. Stars in here. Hey, stars. Stacy. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? All right. What are we talking about today, man? Talking about how you hate black women. I love black women. I adore black women. Lies. Well, see, you're the... You Uncle Ruckus. (laughs) Uncle Ruckus. (laughs) Nah, man. So we're first going to get into Sermon on the Mount. Um, It's really an HBO uh, special that talks about Gerard Carmichael's family. His dad is not the greatest (laughs) husband. What what, what makes it so bad? (laughs) He's done some questionable things. (laughs) 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 So, um, yeah, man, his dad has cheated on their mom multiple times. Enough to have four kids. Enough to have four kids. Person. Yeah, so basically his dad has had, uh, what is it, four, five kids outside? Yeah, four kids outside of marriage. Yeah. So ain't no telling how many times he actually. Yeah. <laughs> and so we we wanted to talk about this because we still on this black men don't cheat. Which they don't. And ladies, whoever takes it literally that black men don't cheat you wrong. It's a standard that we got to live up to. Absolutely. So this this is a perfect example <laughs> of a brother that's fallen. That's fallen. That's, that's fallen. He's fallen hard. Yeah. <laughs> at least four times. Yeah. At least. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, man. Uh, anyways, basically, there's this preacher and this, this there's this problematic ass preacher. I don't like to call people problematic either, but yeah, we don't use that word a lot, but. <laughs> It's appropriate. Um, dude was basically like not holding dude accountable whatsoever. He was like he wasn't saved when it happened, and <laughs> um, he was like not saying so much that it wasn't wrong. It was just like he didn't have the strength to. Was- <laughs> <laughs> he had the strength to resist the devil. He asked you for forgiveness. Somehow, dude twisted it all up. In like, it was just. Yeah, man. So, um, I guess it just really, you know, forces us to answer some questions like, 
how should we keep our fathers held accountable? Like if we know some shit's going down, right? You know what I mean? What do you think? Um, I mean, just by because the question I was asking was like, how do we keep fathers and mentors accountable while still showing them that we love them and value them? Mm-hmm. And I think you do that just by just being honest and be like, yo, you. <laughs> You fucked all the way up. But you, but, you see, but you see what happened when the son was uh, honest. Remember what Gerard said when the son was honest? Um, uh-huh. What did he say? His brother approached his dad. Because I guess his dad was trying to get him to cut the grass and do some shit. Mm-hmm. And his brother said something oh, about, you, yeah. got, you got a whole other family out here. He, before that, he beat his ass, didn't he? Yeah. And then, um, yeah, because he just wouldn't do what he wanted yeah. to do. He was like, I'm going to do it. You got to fuck around my mama. And, um... But I mean, that's but see, he said he said then he said he felt like remorse after he yeah realized why he was acting out, quote unquote. I think we just got to be honest and just like force them to look at the truth in the face, like the whole the, not the spoiler shit, but like at the end of the thing, you know, Gerard's talking to his dad one on one, and as y'all can see from the clip, like his dad didn't even want to call him an affair. He was like, I don't like if you use the word. I like the word. No, he said I don't like you use the word cheating. Yeah. Like I think in situations like that, nigga, you cheated. Nigga, like, you, you did what you did. Like it don't matter what we call it. You know what I'm saying? You this, to... this is not this is not the venue for you to feel better about the shit you did. <laughs> right. And I think as long as the love is there, um, and the respect is there, like they gonna feel shitty, but they gonna still know that you still value them by holding them accountable. Because if you didn't care, yeah, you would just throw the whole you just throw the whole human away and be like. Fuck it, I'm not talking about that no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, the, the funny part was, like, his dad was, I don't know if daddy took it seriously. I don't know if the nigga got any remorse. Because the nigga was key-keying throughout the whole shit, like. <laughs> but that's what the old girl, so it's this woman, y'all saw a clip of her in the thing with the braids. That's his sister, or that's his, I don't know that's who his that husband. Was. I think that's his step, I think that's his sister-in-law. Is that who that was? I think so. I think whoever she was, she was G checking the pastor. We gonna get to the pastor in a second, but that like trash. she was G checking the pastor. And um, one thing she pointed out was the fact that um, because the pastor tried to be like, well, he asked for forgiveness. He said, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. She was like, that might have been a whole ploy in his head that has come in the room, and be like, forgive me, I've sinned, <laughs> I've sinned, whatever, whatever. And she even said like, he didn't, he didn't do this willingly. We we were gonna tell him. Right, right. <laughs> it was like, uh, I mean, I mean, what do you think the best? Cree said, "What y'all ugly niggas talking about?" That's fucked up, Cree. She said, "What wow. y'all ugly niggas talking about today?" Wow, that's fine. That's fine. I'm clean. We still respect black women around here, you know, even though you hate us. Clearly, what do you think are the best practices for just holding fathers accountable and still trying to love them? I think you. <laughs> I think you gotta be honest with them, but like you, you, you have to hold them accountable yourself. Like you can't just it can't just be a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because apparently that shit don't do nothing to some <laughs> black man. You know what I mean? But like I mean, they should they should they ain't above nobody else. They can be punished. You know? Right, right. You know what I mean? I don't know what you're gonna do to them, but I mean, I mean, not to put us both on the spot per se. If you don't want to answer, it's cool. But you know, both of us didn't really grow up with our fathers in the household. Mm-hmm. Um, when you did reconnect with your father, like, did you ever outright tell him, like, I wish you was involved in my life the way you could um, have, or? More or less, you know. 
Um, never on a never on a, like a super serious tip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's just like questions of like, you know, why weren't you a little bit more active or it was nothing super serious. It was not it wasn't like nigga, I needed you here, why weren't you here? This, that and the third, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I at least for me, I wasn't at the place or I still ain't at the place where I'm just gonna make it weird like that. I was like, what did he, how, how did he reply? Like how did he No, he just said like, um what did he say? He said, you know, me and your mom were going through some things and I thought at that time it was just best for me to get out of that situation. Hmm. You know what I mean? Not necessarily saying it was best for me to leave you, but I guess the whole situation was fucked up. Mm-hmm. I've heard different stories from different people. So. Right. It, it, I, the one thing it was is fucked up. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know, but that doesn't really explain his absence afterwards. Right. I know you moved to state away and all, but you know, I mean, it's still like I'm a whole, I'm a whole <laughs> kid. <laughs> I'm a whole kid over here. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. I know my dad never really. He always, my dad always had excuses as to why he, even when he came back, quote unquote, into my life, like mm-hmm. he always had a reason of why he had to go away again. Either like something with my brother, my brother's been in and out of jail. Either something with him going on, the way he had to move away for his grandkids' safety and take the kids away, or I don't even remember how the shit this nigga was saying. Like it would just be something like I gotta go away for a little while, but I'll be back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like I know I never held him. I never held him accountable. I just like let him just go because that's just not the point. I know it's weird holding your dad accountable. That's what I'm saying. Or your mama. I mean, either one. I think it's easier with me personally with my mom because like we got such a close relationship. I can be like like you. Yeah, I can do it. You know what I'm saying? More than my mom too, but (laughs) I don't know why, but dad just dads get away with shit. Like dads get away with murder. (laughs) It's because like moms are expected to be more nurturing and like when they don't fulfill that role. Like dads are like meant to like expect to just work and bring home money, yeah, and just go to sleep. <laughs> like, is that what it's supposed to be? If I could live that life, well, I would. <laughs> that's, that is your life, huh? You just hey Mackenzie, and you just nah. I'll be having a five year old yelling in my ear all day. <laughs> no, my baby don't yell. She 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 quiet. Okay, whatever. She she spoke, she soft spoken. How would you know? Bro, I see you all the time. <laughs> that's Terry. How would you know? <laughs> she probably still in here. Where you at, Terry? Come get him. Um. Yeah, man, dads just—they get away with the water. Nigga got the—they got the key. I don't know what. It is. Bro, so all right. So speaking of getting away with, like, what were your thoughts on the pastor? Because the pastor was okay. This is the, this is the problematic nigga we got to get rid of. <laughs> I don't like calling people problematic. Yeah. But I know what this nigga was. <laughs> this nigga said, "Your daddy just didn't have the strength. <laughs> he wasn't walking with God, so he didn't know how to resist the temptations." He wasn't saved. <laughs> Bro, like. Bro. I mean, like, even, you know, if your kids can't hold you accountable, like, your homeboy's got to. Right. You know what I mean? And so for anybody to just say, you know, God wasn't with them, so they were just unable. Right, right. It's just ludicrous, bro. <laughs> like, who gets to determine that? Like, who gets to determine if Because he kept saying that he wasn't saved shit. And I was like, who gets to determine when somebody is saved enough to resist? <laughs> Who makes the rules? I don't think anything they do with being saved. <laughs> it was important. Yeah, I think you're right. It's just important to note that they were the dad and the the pastor were like close friends for a long, yeah. long time. And I'm probably like, out here doing wild things too. He he literally says that. He's like, first of all, it's a whole psychological thing. 
he opens it up with like telling the wife that he wasn't sure how he felt about her when they first oh, met. Bro, let me, oh, another thing. Another. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead, man. This fucking pastor. He put all this shit on this lady. He put masks on her. <laughs> he put masks on this lady. He was like, now nah, he didn't have the strength to. He didn't have the strength to resist. But what you need to consider is everybody else along with your decision. Bruh. You're going to be breaking up a family, this, that, and the third. I was like, this motherfucker Didn't he shit. say something to the effect of like, are you willing to put your feelings to the, to the side for the better? Oh, there's some kind of way he worded that shit. It was some kind of toxicated shit. It was super gross. <laughs> it was like, can you put yeah, can you put your needs to the side for the better good or some shit like that? The better good being just absolving... This, the fuckery that your husband just did to you, like, so that and like I said, he was saying like when they first met her, they didn't know how she had felt about her, and like, was, like I said, I'm just looking at the whole psychologically, like he's trying to like mold her into being like you can just like you can just deal with this and just accept it and just move on because he's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Because, because he's sorry. Because he's sorry. He, he, would, he would God now. He would God now. Like, he's good now. So, everything's fine. I think that I think if that nigga meat was still working, he would still be out here <laughs> knocking motherfuckers down. That's what I... That's the vibe I got from his dad. That's something else. I was like, like how... I mean, rational is it to think that her... Not saying she's still a beautiful woman, but, like, she is an older woman. Her life is pretty much set at this point. Like, how rational is it for her... To be able to just go out and just find somebody. Like, I'm sure she could find somebody else. But I'm saying, like, I think he was making it feel, feel like... I think he knew for a fact that she's older and has been through so much and has she been married for so long. She looks great. Yeah, <laughs> she looks wonderful. But I think he was playing into the fact that, like, she had to start all over again. And she's, like, probably in her age, she probably beyond this whole dating scene shit. She ain't trying to, like, you know... She ain't trying to go out on, like, Saturday nights. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bruh, and he like, like I mentioned before, he actually said like I did some stuff in my past I would rather not talk about. See, this is why niggas start. This is why niggas shit like this. Is why niggas distrust the church now? Right. You got these manipulative ass preachers. Right. That they be twisting the word. <laughs> right to their to their liking. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you ever witnessed something like that in church? Like, I've never witnessed nothing that egregious. Like that shit was over the top, bro. <laughs> But you know, I mean, there's always things like you know, they they try and say say things to get you to donate more or this, that, and a third. You know what yeah, I mean? That's, that's, that's I mean, that's understandable, but I don't know about understandable, but it's, it's not for me anyway. <laughs> when I feel like I, y'all in the press collection plate like three, four times during church service, ten percent, ten percent of walk off, bro. Ten <laughs> percent each time. Um. Well, yeah, man, that, that nigga was disgusting. Like that was the most <laughs> that was the most disgusting part of the whole thing for me. I mean, but it was so like real, and I didn't want to like I did want to kind of talk about other stuff in the, in the documentary, like the whole how black men viewed molestation. Um, remember when they was talking and oh, yeah, that shit like, on Yep. And Gerard, Gerard was like, "Does that count?" Like he said, "Um, oh, dude got touched when he was what do you say, like ten, ten or so, yeah." yeah. But it was a woman, and da 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 da, and like niggas was having a whole debate about if the shit was molestation or not. Bro, <laughs> yes. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I've had that debate before. With who? Oh, not well, not anybody, but like with like close friends. Or yeah, like just, just close friends. Like what is? I mean, like because you go through those talks, like you know, if as you were a kid or you were like in you know 17, 18, you know whatever, mm-hmm. you know was this 
yada yada yada. You know what I mean? Right. And I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. What I mean when they first said it, the nigga in me was like, nigga, you got nigga, no. <laughs> That's the Charlemagne in you. Because <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, at the time when I uh, when you see, hear these reports about like teachers having sex with these boys, mm. you're like, get it, young nigga. <laughs> don't stop, bro. <laughs> stop. <laughs> you don't. You don't. That shit still don't click in your head like that. Like I mean, I. You know, I dial it back immediately. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> right. just wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, this nigga out here getting it, though. The wokeness of me can't. Especially, especially when the teacher be fine, too. <laughs> I, just, I, was, I was still commenting on how fine the teacher is. But, like, I can't. You don't give props to the dude? The wokeness of me won't let me do it, bro. It won't let me do it. Not at this age. I'm like, yeah, I ain't a little man. Hey, and, and the worst part is, I'll be like, damn, hey, you should have. You, you told somebody, ain't you? told one of your friends. <laughs> You, you, know, you know fucked you it up for yourself. You know you did. You knew it was straight to his homeboy house. Had a whole story on. Like I just fucked Miss Johnson, nigga. But I was about to say, no, nah, I ain't gonna say her name. That'd be, that'd be. It was a teacher we said? No, somebody at McKenzie's school. You know, McKenzie's school? Who, who do I find over at McKenzie's at McKenzie's school? Oh, you didn't expose yourself. No, I ain't even got to say the name. No, there's so many teachers out there. Nobody know. Nobody know. <laughs> How many times have you been up to the school, Mike? A couple of times. Enough to know this person. Oh, it's just, okay, so you. <laughs> leave it alone, like, leave it. <laughs> so you fought over one person and you've been at the school a couple of times? They yeah. was that fine that they blew your mind off just seeing them twice? You know who I'm talking about. And I you... know who you're talking about. So what, what's the surprise? I'm just, I just want you to say it. She's fine. I just want you to say the name. I, I, I ain't got no names. Let's move on. Uh, <clears throat> ha. So somebody that worked at the school that you seen twice, that you you just that mind blown over. I don't know. I don't know who who it could be. It's, it's no telling. I don't know. Let's move on. All right, <laughs> next topic. <laughs> oh, you almost exposed yourself. Are we, all... <laughs> Are we still talking about Sermon on the Mount? We gonna move on to you for <laughs> Just say the name, baby. Bro, because no, because she's going to mess around and have some, I don't know what teacher, what other teacher she knows that she might know at like USC or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nah, I'm good. Word. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm good. Word, my G? That, yeah, man, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. So, how long you enjoyed the documentary? Yes, I did. It was good. What did you think about the um the last scene of her? The mom, it's like a random scene in the documentary where the mom was like jumping out of the plane. What you think about, what about Oh, that? I don't know. I think that's some shit they added. I, I, it's supposed to symbolize like a leap of faith, but that's know. what I figured. Yeah, I don't think she's going nowhere. I'm gonna be honest. I think that's what that's what I'm saying. I think they knew that oh, we didn't even talk about old girl with the braids and how she just laid into the pastor. And was Go like, ahead, that's your boo. That is my boo. The way she, so he says, the sister in law. I think so. It was the wife, the sister in law, and the pastor in the lawn, like talking about the situation, and um. This girl just said this pastor have it. Because the nigga like, needed to have it. The nigga was garbage, bro. The nigga was like trying to duck and dodge and bob and weave. And like they had a whole what aggravated me is the pastor had a whole like And then bro, hold on one second. <laughs> she told the pastor, she was like, he wouldn't have said anything if we didn't say we was gonna tell mom. You remember that? You remember Wait, what she said? She 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 said he wasn't gonna come forward. Mm-hmm. We told him we were gonna tell her unless oh, he told her. That is right. That and is the, right. And the crazy thing was the pastor said, 
No, 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 that's not true. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I forgot about that. <laughs> said, no, no, no. <laughs> like, just deny it. Just deny, deny, deny. Pass ain't shit, bro. Pass ain't just living in sin. <laughs> and see, like, how can you even, like, go to a church like that? Like, when you know your pastor's like that. Like, if yeah, if I was the mom, I'd be completely turned off from the whole church. If that's the pastor, like. Mm-hmm. If if I was the mama and that was like her main church, mm-hmm. I'd be turned off from the church. Like, oh, leave the church. Yeah, you gonna influence me? You gonna try and influence me like that? Right. So, Danny said, "Can we talk about fathers that post inappropriate crap on Facebook and how to make it stop?" I know she's talking about you, and I don't know if that's a subliminal. I don't post shit on Facebook. Yeah, I, don't say, I, don't <laughs> know, I don't know who you talking about, Danny. I don't know if it's a subliminal. This at one of us, or somebody personal in your life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, last question I want to end on the Sermon on the Mount is um, I don't think the wife was a weak woman per se. Mm-hmm. I think she's a very forgiving woman. But I don't know if how if she's like a weak person at all. I don't know if she's weak. Yeah, I don't I don't have any reason to believe that. But that was one last question. Do you think that men are intimidated intimidated by strong women, and that he knew like a man probably knows that he can't get away with something like that with you know somebody. If you hear a woman that's like about her business and about her life and got her, made her own way, you think men are still intimidated by women like that? Um, or? I don't know about intimidated, but I think like if a dude's going to cheat, he's going to cheat. It don't matter like what the situation is. So no matter how powerful the bro, like I'm sure Stedman's cheated. I'm sure Stedman's cheated on Oprah once. I'm sure she probably allowed it. Like she probably was like, we're not about to get married, so go. <laughs> I'm not about to let you in on half of this. Yeah, you're not about to impregnate me. <laughs> like, no, bro. I, I, I don't. I think it's like, like we said before, it's all about what fuels you to cheat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whether it be some kind of ego trip shit, whether it was some kind of missed on you shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever's gonna get you to cheat is gonna cheat. I don't think. I don't think a more powerful woman would intimidate a man out of cheating. If that's what you mean. I guess intimidate a man, period. Like, the men purposely pursue women who are like, they feel like they could probably get away with more. Some but, do. Because I've seen that. Like, Some course. do, of course. Well, like, I've seen my homeboy making it like, like it's like an like ep- epidemic almost. Like, most men would not pursue a strong woman if she's already established. They, will, they would rather pursue a woman who's still either trying to build or is in a bad space. Because some niggas do have a thing for broken things. They want to, <laughs> they want to assert their dominance, or they always want to be the dominant one. I've heard men say like, women that make more money than them might have more power over them, and I can under, I can understand that thought, but I mean, mm. I guess you got to trust the woman not to wield it. Like, <laughs> as soon as you fuck, up. yeah, or, yeah, or like you got to have enough backbone to just be like, fuck no, like <laughs> we can only afford this. $60,000 house because that's all I make. So, <laughs> I don't give a fuck that you make $2 million. Damn. You got to put your foot down. <laughs> put your man... Tiny ass room. <laughs> Go in your gaming room and stuff your feet. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I mean, me personally, I don't do that. But I don't either. I'll just, I'll just be seeing it. I do see the advantages. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, bro. I know you do. You be looking for them. No. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, that's Sermon on the Mount, y'all. Go check it out. Good documentary on HBO. Uh, speaking of HBO, another great show. 
Euphoria. Oh, this is this, this the smoking gun right here, boy. Was you watching it before I mentioned it to you? Or you just like picked up when I mentioned it? My homeboy it? Justin mentioned it to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I started watching it, I don't know, probably about, I watched it, started episode three. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that shit flames. It's, it's flames. Like, it's, it's real. This shit is real. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I don't know if, apparently my, my girlfriend couldn't handle what. Yeah, apparently not. She couldn't handle She thought it was too close to <laughs> what she might be going through in 15 years. <laughs> in 15 years? Well, 12 years, whatever. You know what I mean? A little tease, a little snippet, just a little nip snippet, if you will. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you think about the show so far, man? Show's dope. Um, I really like that everybody has their own storyline in this. It's, uh, I guess Rue narrates it, or Zendaya narrates it at the very beginning of each episode, giving you a little more detail on each character. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that it's a little hyper-realistic. Like, no. It's a little over the top. It's a little over the top. Like... Especially this last episode. <laughs> With the exception of the last episode, is it, like, over the top in a realistic way, though? Yes. Uh, I yeah. Think, I think so, too. I think, like, because uh, some of the characters have, like, drug problems. Some of the characters have sexuality issues. Mm. You know what I mean? And I think it's just a little more, you know... Uh, sensationalized I think so yeah but I mean it's good like main character she's drug addict she strung out you know Zendaya played Zendaya can fucking act like I wasn't sure at first like when people were saying it at first I think that the first isn't she from Disney yes <laughs> um ten, I fucking play no game. from these little kitty rolls to this shit right here um the first like one episode and a half I was like I mean she's alright like she ain't really doing nothing but, like, just her expressions and just, like, how she's just, like, narrating things happening and just how she's, like, I guess, examining her surroundings and what she's, I don't want to spoil stuff, but, like, what she's doing to other people that she cares about now. Yeah. And, like, how she's realizing it's affecting them. And, like, I don't know. She's just very, like, she's got these emotional pulls in her just expressions. Bro, let me tell you, bro. So, it was, I don't, I don't even near cry often. <laughs> bro, it was, like, um... Where she was, uh, her and Jules are best friends on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how that's going right now. but <laughs> It's rocky. That shit rocky. <laughs> it's rocky. Um, her and Jules are best friends on the show. And Jules is like interested in this dude or whatever. And it, it doesn't seem like it's going to be the safest interaction that's about to go down. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, like Zendaya just, she starts crying. And she's like begging and pleading. She's like, I just want you to be safe. Yeah. I don't want you to be mad at me. I'm not jealous. This, that, and a third. Right. I just want you to be safe. Right. And it was like this emotion that was coming out of her. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, bro, I felt that for <laughs> someone before. And I was like, oh my God. Like, right. I was, it was just. <laughs> you get that little sitting back in your throat. Yeah. <laughs> you looking around, make sure nobody in the room. I'm like, bro, there's a little thug tear drop, man. Dude, <laughs> like, I don't know what to call it. Because I feel like it's natural a lot of times. Because I see. You know, we watched um, Far From Home, the Spider-Man movie, and I mm. see, like, similarities. Because she's kind of, like, a dark... She's like a goth Mary Jane yeah. in these Spider-Man movies. She is. <laughs> I feel like it's a similar thing. Like, she just... She plays this this role of this person that's just going through it very well. Mm-hmm. But playing it off like it ain't shit. Like, very, very well. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, that scene... Um, what, it was another scene. Oh, the South Asian scene that got me. I'll tell you, the shit that got my ass... Which is um so like she says she's a drug addict, and um 
She went to her drug dealer to Ooh, get more drugs. Crazy. And this nigga was like, man, I ain't trying to kill you. You know, you're supposed to be clean. Like, I can't give you no more drugs. And um, if you ever been friends or in a relationship with a drug addict, y'all, or any type of addict, period, they pull this role, this little role reversal shit on you. It's like, it's your fault that I'm this way. You give me, you made me like this. You shouldn't have given me the drugs in the first place. Like, I've been interested in relationships. Well, it was like, you shouldn't have did so-and-so. You made me like this. You contributed to the problem. You contri- yeah, you enabled me. And she was just like screaming at this dude through the, the door. And she was out there for a good minute, too. Like, the scene kept lingering, bro. I thought, I thought it was going to be like, you know, she's going to spaz for like five seconds. And then it's just going to go to the next scene. This shit stayed on that. It was like a two, three-minute scene where she's just banging on this door and crying. And it went from, like, begging him to, like, cursing him out and calling yeah. him the same shit to crying again to, I was like, oh, turn this shit off. <laughs> I can't take it. And what triggered that? She got sad about something, right? She had, um, oh, shit, what happened, what happened, what happened? Was it, um. Some of her jewels? I feel like it was, was it after her talk with the dude and the dude was like, um, you kind of using jewels as your drug? Was it after that? I thought that, I thought she called him after. That that's right, you're right, you're absolutely yeah. right. Damn, some shit had happened. It was something with jewels, I'm sure. Because that's what would be setting her off. Yeah, and like so, and Jules realizing that she's becoming like her new drug now that she's trying to be clean. You think that's what it is? Absolutely. I think that <clears throat> at least me. So I think we can spoil the Jules is like, Trans- yeah, yeah. Jules is uh, uh, transitioning from male to female, mm-hmm. um, and so she gets interested in this dude. That's neither here nor there. Seems like Rube develops feelings, strong feelings for Jules. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Jules can reciprocate those feelings. Like, I think that's what it is. I thought it was she can, but, like, she shouldn't because she's a drug addict and she's coming, like, she's trying to get clean. And everybody's telling her that Rube's in such a better place because of you. And I think like she realizes. Too much pressure? The, yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Like, and I can relate to that shit. Like, it's the pressure of like, oh, if we ever break up, mm. this nigga's whole world will shatter and she might go kill herself. I think that's what it is. And then when I say kill myself, I don't mean like That's a lot for a high school in the process. You think that's I think so. Like I think it's so you already like over the top and thinking this these kids are over the top, y'all. We're gonna get into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they already take everything to ten. Like and nothing's halfway. I think because Jules is such a like an insightful person because she's been through so been through so much, and she's just like you can tell like she's just a very insightful person. Kanisha, we talking about um we talking about um euphoria. Um, I think she's like looking into it, like talking to her dad, talking to her friends. I think that's what she's feeling like. Damn, like I'm I'm becoming this person's whole world. Because if she didn't have feelings for it, she would have like kissed her in the bed and stuff. Even well, though she why did she kiss her? It was something that happened. In yeah, there. that was the whole incident with Nate, though. That's a spoiler. Yeah. Um, there was a whole incident with um some that had played a role, I think. But I think she is attracted to Rue, though. Is she like I'm seeing this involves the whole the spectrum of sexuality? Uh-huh. Like, even though is she transitioning? Is she interested in dudes? Or is she interested in girls? Or I think she can be both? Interested, or? Yeah, she can be interested in anybody. I understand that, but I just don't know where the character lies. You know. What right. I mean? Right. So. I don't know. 
I mean, we're going to find out, but I think so. I think that's what I've got from it. Jules is, Jules is probably my favorite character in the show right now. I would say. Rue's pretty engaging, but. Rue is, yeah. I would say. <laughs> you going to talk about the little two twin brothers? Them niggas ain't shit. I hate, I hate them niggas, bro. <laughs> them niggas ain't Them niggas actually got, like, hate tweets after um after <laughs> the episode with um, Gigi. <laughs> after with her and Rue. With them and Rue. Them niggas actually got, like, death threats. Like, they was, like, talking about it. <laughs> niggas say this shit so seriously. Is it actually two different dudes? Is it yeah, no, it's actually two brothers, oh. yeah. Um, them motherfuckers ain't shit, boy. <laughs> I would say she's not my favorite character. She's my favorite character because I hate her so much. Is Cat because you hate Cat? I hate what she's doing, bro. This whole like it's like exploiting her own sexuality. I'm just gonna fuck everybody because that's the only way I can have power. Like I'm just gonna do, and that's just giving me power, even though niggas is just doing having their way with me. Bro, this is good. This is Other than the un- online joint that she's doing online, bro, she getting them. She can, yeah, she can get all them coins. That's that's completely fine, <laughs> bro. Niggas, <laughs> tell me how much of a piece piece of shit I am. Niggas <laughs> really out here like that. That's and that's another thing I love about the show is it really delves into the real sexual. I don't want to say weirdness because that's alienating, but like you know the spectrums of just something just not normal. Yeah. Um, one of the key characters is like a alpha male, and it's slowly being apparent that he might be either gay or just some some type of spectrum himself. He's trying to fight with that. But you know the f- crazy thing about that is, it doesn't it doesn't just show that like how he's fighting with it. It's like where we learn these behaviors from. You know right. What I mean? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. he's been watching his dad. His dad yeah. is also closeted. Right. Um. And he's been watching his dad shit for years. Right. And so it also, you know, delves into like where we learn these, you know, behaviors from, whether we're LGBTQ or straight. You know what I mean? I think it speaks to like how does porn mold our sexual preferences? Yeah. Like, is he even would he even really be like that if you never saw them tapes? That shit is so crazy. That's I know that's, that's deep though. That's deep <laughs> that's though. So deep man. Like, um, and then to talk about the alpha male thing. There's another character who, his dad, like it was all about him being the best at football. And I, I ain't got no words for this nigga right now. He ain't a bad dude, but he's he's really not a bad dude. He's a good dude, but he's going some dark places sometimes. He's going some super dark places right now. Oh and, man, um, taking it out on hopeless white girls who, <laughs> <laughs> who, who although are dick teases. Don't get me wrong. Well, she dick teased the other dude. I don't care about him. <laughs> but hey, but the nigga was right though. He said, "Who the fuck do you think you are?" <laughs> I don't think he should have did all that. I don't think well, he did all that. I mean, he, he didn't have to go in on her like he did. Yeah. He was like, nobody finds you interesting. <laughs> that nigga said, fuck this. This is the second time I got blue balls. You got to get all this shit. <laughs> like, you won't even just. That nigga was right, though. Like, if a woman knows she ain't going to fuck. Yeah. Or she knows that she's only leading man on. Right. Then, like, why? Just why? Right, right. <laughs> just. That's a hard. That's a hard thing. Cause yeah, like she ain't shit. But at the same time, she's struggling. Um, she's getting dragged to the mother. So explores like sex tapes in the young community. Um, how news get leaked. Yeah. And you see this all the time on the news. Like kids committing suicide and stuff like this. I'm having sex and then they get shared and then people spread rumors about them and everything. 
Um, the show just touches on so much stuff, yo. What else is that right? Is that are you dying? I burnt. <laughs> um, I could have done it in your face. Nah, that would be super rude. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just. What do you think about the kids' behavior? Is it just like looking at this show? I think it's very realistic. Does it make you worry more, especially being a father, about the younger generation coming up? Yes. Or are they just like doing like the same stupid shit we did? No, they're they're doing much more. You think they're doing more? Probably. Like it's information is so available, right, through the internet and through other people who look at crazy shit on the internet. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm very worried. <laughs> what are you worried most about, man? Um, the introduction of sex early into my child's life. Not just having sex, but just, you know, like, viewing it and all that other stuff. Mm. And, uh, drugs, man. Like, I, <laughs> bro, like, I didn't know drugs were so accessible for high schoolers. Like, I feel like it was accessible for us. Not hard drugs. <laughs> During um, this pill-popping generation. I don't know if people been maybe, maybe I was, maybe I was just Yeah, sheltered. we, we weren't in that scene. Well, <laughs> no, I definitely wasn't in that scene in high school. But, like, it was... I don't know. The drugs weren't as hard as they are now, because it's like now niggas just gotta like keep building upon <laughs> the previous shit. Like, I mean, like reefer, okay, whatever. Like, right. I don't want you to do it, but whatever. Like, <laughs> right. You know, right. Like niggas get, nigga, you take you take some damn uh, oxycodone for two days, nigga, you might be hooked. Oof. Or some of these like edibles, niggas be making, man, like. Like this episode where like this, this drug dealer named his name's Mouse, um, comes in. Remember the um old boy Paul Wallace, what I call him. Um, was trying to tell Rude to go away. Just don't like, Oh, nah, she was so stupid. Just give me drugs, I'll leave. I'll just blah 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 blah. And this is like extra dangerous ass nigga comes in and gives her whatever the fuck that was. I don't know. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Oof. That's the shit people cut hair on with. Yeah, that shit. So she almost died of that. So people put shit like crazy shit in these edibles, similar to oh, that. Oh, for real? Yeah, and it's like all you need is like one little whatever, and it's like niggas just trying to be the. And so I think to your point with the exposure thing, like we always talk about drugs and hip hop, but like these days, it's like the drugs is on another level. It feels like, <laughs> it feels like it's on a whole other level. And they're more accessible. Like, that's the crazy shit. I feel mm-hmm. like they're more accessible. Really? Yeah. yeah. So what are we going to do, man? Like, how are we going to protect the kids for themselves? <laughs> I don't know, bro. You just got to educate them motherfuckers, I guess. <laughs> Look, weed's cool. Weed's cool? Just going to tell Mackenzie? Like, weed's okay. So you just do weed? <laughs> I'm not going to tell that shit. I promise you. <laughs> I don't know what to say, motherfucker. I got, I got a few years to figure it out. Yeah, you got a couple hours to figure out. Nigga, stop. At this rate, the way this world be going. <laughs> Where does the world be going? Um, what do you think about the whole like alpha maleness mm. scene in like the jocks and the, like McKay is a dude that we said is not a bad person, but he's seriously fucking up right now. Yeah. Um. I think it, I think it speaks to how men lash out uh, their problems against their women. You know what I mean? Mm. Um. There's a scene where some crazy shit happens to him, and then he immediately just 
does his girl wrong. This is terrible. Like, and it's like a it's like a direct result of what happened to him. Like, there's no question about it. Like, you physically see the energy transfer. From, yeah, like it's it's just so disturbing. That shit was disgusting. Like, yeah, I felt so really bad was. for her. It really was. But um, you know, it, it speaks to the the toxicity that males are. Uh, that's inside of us that's either taught to us or whatever mm-hmm. that hasn't been dealt with because it was <clears throat> it was uh you know when his dad was training him or whatever he said when he got suspended from the football game yeah he said take all that shit up <laughs> right suck it up wipe your tears and then release it right that's exactly what the fuck he did that shit was so terrible in the worst way possible yeah and that and that brings up you know point I don't want to ruin the scene but out, I would have brought up something else, but yeah, yeah. just look at it. The show is phenomenal. It's really, really good. Like I said, this the last episode kind of suspended belief a little bit <laughs> <laughs> in a way. You came with episode of Law and Order. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm in. Actually, we got like three minutes. Um, do you think teenagers actually should be watching this show, like to get the realness of shit's going on? I'm not against it. Hmm. I don't know if I'm against it. Like, it's just really, really graphic. That's my only... But at the same time, kids watch shit that's graphic all the time. So it's like, should they be watching this to kind of, like, get the realness in their faces? Or would they try to sensationalize it? I really can't say that I'm against it. I don't think I am. Um, yeah, it was... I guess it could be informative. I think it could. I think yeah. it could really... Especially with Rue's story. Right. Like, that's, like, one of those shits you don't want to go down. And then the fact that it shows, like, how her sister is becoming affected by it, too. Oh. That shit's sad, boy. We can't even, like, I don't, I don't want to spoil it because I want people to watch it. But, like, so many subliminal, just, subliminal just teachings to the show of how addiction, how it can, when it affects one person, it starts to transfer through the family. Her and her mom's relationship, how it can be so volatile. Oh yeah, sometimes. But then other times they just lay in the bed, just finally talking, having a peaceful moment. I feel like if I didn't witness that myself, I'd be like, man, this shit doesn't feel believable. Like if her mom didn't trust her, like how could they be having these conversations? But I've seen that with friends. I've seen friends like joking and have fun with their parents one minute, and then just something about full on, just terrible fighting the next, because that's what addiction does, man. It's just a deep show, man. It's just a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like, look at these party kids. And it's just going to be entertaining. And it won't be nothing deep. But it's a really, really good show. Y'all should check it out. Yeah. I wish I could spoil more. I wish we could too, man. When the series ends, we're going to do a spoiler. Spoiler cast. That's what they call it. What? Spoiler cast. Oh, you just tell it all? Yeah. Just... Like we do with Endgame and Game of Thrones. That weak ass shit, dude. <laughs> what? Endgame? No, Game of oh, Thrones. Game of Thrones. Last oh, season. I can't believe it's his they need, they need to strike that shit from the books. Like, <laughs> Did you sign the I was the... thinking about this shit of the day. <laughs> I ain't signed a petition. Because they ain't going to do it. <laughs> I ain't going to waste my time. Damn, bro. It's like not only unbelievable what the show is over, but like the fact that it ended on the note that it did. <laughs> Pathetic. We still looking forward to get Westworld, man. It's going to be a lot better. Yeah, sure. All right, man. We got your black business. 
No. This nigga here. I had one. I'll tell you one. But I forgot it. This nigga. You try to, you try to you act like your podcast is for the community, but people just. We're going to shout out a new girl. <laughs> this one goes, okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'll take it. Go ahead. <laughs> No, nah, we're going to shout out uh, New Growth. They're going to be having an event Friday, July 26th, tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, 6 p.m. at Converse Space in Sand Hills, mm-hmm. right next to the, what is that? Not Jimmy Jones. National Guard. Oh, some sandwich shop, but it's National Guard there. Right across from the Bible. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I said this video earlier. Oops. Yeah. Um, going to be featuring Teresa Wright, Terry Bell, and Shantia Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna be teaching you all about how to improve yourself as a artist, trying to get your entrepreneurship and artistry together in one. <laughs> Is that what it looks like? Make that thing pop. <laughs> yeah, looks like something else. <laughs> um, so yeah, go check them out. It's gonna have a lovely panel. Uh, Mike is going to be providing refreshments, uh, caviar, uh, shrimp, <laughs> prawns, prawns. <laughs> Um, yeah, we get these cheese balls <laughs> from from Sam's. Is that what you're doing, the, cheese balls? The big, the big shit from Sam's. I'm getting the pork rinds used to get from Sam's. Oh. <laughs> just gigantic joints yeah. over the top. I just pour it in a big old bowl. Yeah, man. So uh, check out that. Um, New Growth, 6 p.m. tomorrow. It's going to be really space. good, y'all, for real. Like, it's yeah, be, speak on it, Mike. Nah, like, we, yeah, we got a couple minutes. Like these people, I got um, like you said, Shantia, Teresa. Teresa is the one that helped me publish my book. I was also I've also been in her theater productions. Um, Terry Bell, I met at an entrepreneurial event for uh, minority uh, business owners, and Shantia, I met through looking for people for this particular event. Um, all these women are just about their business. Like they've been doing this for a very long time. Very professional, very informative. Um, it just it's. I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta say this. I, I love all women, but like, it's something about black about black women that just be on their business. Like, they just be on a whole nother level. And these women have been through all types of hurdles, and um, especially starting a business here in the South. But um, they've overcome all of them, have very very successful businesses, and I'm just very excited, man. It's gonna be good. If you went to the first New Growth, you already know. Like, it's it's always a good thing. And um, the people that attend always looking to make contacts. Um, new connections, customers, all that good stuff. So it's gonna be fun, man. Come through, come through. Thank you. You good now? I've been good for ever, but I'm even better now. All right, cool. You got a thirst? I know you got a thirst. I really don't, man. Oh my god, I don't thirst anymore, man. <laughs> you you ain't thirst today? When Mm-mm. somebody went on live, <laughs> you ain't you ain't, you ain't go to the live. You ain't drop like squirt emojis in the in the chat. <laughs> okay, no, we don't do that. Squirt and plum emojis. <laughs> oh man, this nigga here. Nah, fam, we ain't doing it like that. Nothing. Not no more. Squirt eggplant emojis. Uh, uh I, I'm. I was thinking about flame, but who? There's an issue there. I'm just saying, I'm not saying. Get your thirsty. All right, while he doing that, I might as well shout out um the next show. I think we're doing the next show, right? The men's men's Friday, right? Yeah, man. So the next show we're gonna be doing like an all male panel, like we did with all women. Call I guess we're gonna call it what do black men want, and just getting different dudes who are like married, 
or single or anywhere in between. Getting on a panel and just talk about what they want out of a woman or what they expect out of a woman, I guess. Their thoughts on the dating scene. Their thoughts on being married, on being fathers. Or just being out here just young and reckless, just out here just, just chasing whoever. Um, it's going to be really good. I don't know if we have our topics lined up yet. Um, we mostly talked about sex, though, on the last one with the woman. They, that's all, pretty much all we talked about. So maybe that's all we're going to do this time. <laughs> we'll find out. We're going to try and do better. We're going to try and do better than that. What do you look for in a vagina? Come on now. It's going to be an opening question. All right. So this week, we're going to shout out Melly. Who? Melly. M-E-L-L-I. M-E-L-I-I. Jesus. You don't even know. Boy, I should I slap your face right off your body. M-E-L-L-I? M-E-L-I-I. She's a rapper. She's been featured on uh, Meek Mill's last album, Champions. Um, oh, shoot. She also put out her own album. She got a crazy body. Yeah, she caked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a creepy. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, man, she put out an album, I want to say about four months ago. Um, let me find the title of this thing. It was actually pretty good, to be yeah. honest. Uh, I didn't I didn't expect much from it, and then I was <laughs> surprised. It's better than Meg's album? Meg. I ain't heard Meg's Stallion album. Oh, what? I heard it's good. It's the rat to the shit you were hearing your entire like. It's like, Juicy J level rat. And it's more Juicy rat to the city, city girls. They're all putting about the same league, bro. <laughs> about the same league. Well, this this shit is just the the whole album was about just being fucking ratchet. I'm okay with that. And it's got as long a, as you own it, right? And it's got a joint in there with Juicy J that's even better. Right. Um, this Melly album is called Phases. Um, she's like Puerto Rican and she uses auto tune and shit, but it's pretty good. Oh, um, it's more so about the body with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's dirtbag. Oh, oh, real quick, man. What'd you think about Hot Girl Summer versus City Boys? Oh. Versus the City Boys, bro. Well, I've got me, I can get, get clarification. I tried to watch Brilliant Idiots to get clarification, but then niggas was just talking shit about women the whole time. Um, so this Hot Girls is just, you just out here just doing whatever, just hanging out and. Yeah. If you want to have sex, you have sex. If not, you just want to be fine. You I think that. it's the way Meg said it, because it's her little shit. Oh, that's her thing? Yeah, it's more so about like women just having the best time of their life. So what's the difference between that and the city girl shit? What do you mean the city girl shit? I, I, no, it has nothing to do with city girls whatsoever. I thought it was hot girls. Hot girl summer uh-huh. versus the city boys. What is a city boy? <laughs> I don't know. City boys is like any nigga that's like getting over on women. Just from what I can tell. Oh, see, I ain't with that shit. <laughs> what what a nigga shit gotta be like so negative? <laughs> Bro, let me tell you. So, like, Duval be posting these shits. It'll be like a woman doing some like extra ratchet shit. Oh, yeah, it was one. It was one where like a woman was cheating. It, it, uh, it appeared that a woman was cheating. Mm-hmm. So, I guess the wife came home or whatever and the girl was hanging out the window. <laughs> it was like the, on the second story. And then they said negative 250 points for the city girl. Oh, was a for, for the hot girls. <laughs> and, in the, and in the same breath, he was like, city boys up to 500. <laughs> they keep the tallies on the side. <laughs> but the reason I asked, bro, is because, like, one website was like, this shit toxic as hell. Every time women have try to do something nice for themselves, mm-hmm. it's always men that come around and try to, like, make it a competition or make it toxic or whatever. Oh, they saying stuff like what Dubai was doing is toxic? Just in general. No, you're just having fun with the shit, man. You can't just have fun with the... I feel like it was only toxic if, like, niggas was just talking shit about women just doing what they want to do. 
which I felt like they was doing on Brilliant Idiots. Except I know they was joking, but it's like they didn't want to understand what the shit was. They just want to make it a joke. Oh, let me see if I can pull this one up. This <laughs> is so stupid. We got two minutes. All right. I'm all for fine ass woman being out and fine. Girls posted up at the Econo Lodge. Hot girl summer. <laughs> what is that? She drinking. She drinking. She drinking a straw with a bottle. That's negative points. So that's it. That's 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 gotta be negative points. <laughs> Sit your ass down. <laughs> that's gotta be negative points. What is this shit? Oh no, this shit. Oh yeah, this this nigga was talking about black woman curly hair too. Oh yeah, I heard. Okay, yeah. No, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna deduct no points from that because he was like, I just prefer because he like said it like he was like, oh, white girls or black girls. He said, I heard I he just said some shit about like afros like distraction from. I don't know. I gotta look into it. I ain't canceling nobody because we don't do shit like that. But like he said, some I, I heard he said some shit about women with like afros and shit. Oh, that I, seemed like it was colorist as fuck. I mean, he didn't say. Niggas just say shit. I, I, I'm over niggas. <laughs> Oh, hold on, let me see this shit. Oh, this shit look wild right here. What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so serious too. What? This <laughs> is scared the fuck out of me just now. <laughs> what is this? We're about to turn this down. Oh, no. We gotta oh, go, man. man. <laughs> all right, man. Go to Duval Instagram and see this foolery. He just oh, no, this is, the, this is the only one I really want you to see. This is, all right, here we go. <laughs> this shit had me dying. This nigga's gonna comment on the shit with India. So. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry, man. I'll tell you, bro. Quit throwing that when you need him. Oh, this nigga. I don't know how to control myself. I don't, like... I'm over here trying to calm down. Like, I really hope that I am calm by calling me back to Florida unless he's going to have his new life in Florida. Because I'm telling you, I'm going to act an ass. I can't even read these comments right now. Yeah, I'm going to say so. You know what I'm going to I'm not going to know this tattoo. All right, bet. Fuck this shit. I'm going to go through my bottles because I know this bitch follow me. I just go through the bottles up. They're going to the tattoo. They're going to tattoo. But I don't see my baby daddy nowhere. I don't see my baby daddy nowhere. You know, I feel like you took his phone and tried to post you on his page. And try to make me mad for that way. Deep dig, nigga. He's giving it. She said, I hope you let it dig. Because I'm ready to go to war, boy. I'm going to tell you what he doing. He doing that shit where he put her legs all the way back. And he just, ha, 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 ha. He just. Oh, that nigga hitting her tonsils from the bottom. That nigga hitting the 
Fuck the G spot. This nigga hitting <laughs> the Z spot. That nigga hitting the damn baby. The baby. <laughs> baby was getting knocked up in the shit. That's terrible. That nigga. You need to pull it back. Didn't you say you advocate for pulling back? Pulling back D. You can't give an A plus D. On, you said some shit. No, there. I can't say that I do it, <laughs> but there is reason to not give A plus D on the first night. It's reason well. They get hooked. Mm. They get hooked. If it's good enough, they get hooked. If they good enough, they worth it. Why not do it? How you gonna know? The, how you gonna know if they worth it the first night? I mean, you hitting it. I would think you would. You would think they worth something. Oh, really? In this day and age, people as fast as people have sex. <laughs> oh, really? So you just out here just grabbing anybody and just. Don't give A plus dick on the first night. And and it's not just me that said this, Mike. Women have said the same thing. You remember we was having a conversation. They did say that. I'm gonna write this down for the, for the next show. That's gonna be the first question. <laughs> Do y'all give A plus D? Should A plus D be given on the first night? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> All right, y'all. We gotta wrap this shit up. We gonna finish around derail the whole shit. I know, right? We actually ended on time for once. Appreciate y'all tuning in. I'm gonna seriously write this down before I forget too. Should A plus D be given on the first day? Absolutely not. I do it because I, I respect women. You don't want women. a crazy one on your hands. I love women, so I do it on the first day. Anyway, thank y'all for joining us. Hope y'all go check out those documentaries and shows we told y'all about. And uh, yeah, love you guys. See y'all next week. Not next week, but we got to that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't. No. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> you fucked it up. Now I gotta get a new thing. I'm sorry, y'all. Bye.